We're continuing the Mishnah. One who invited guests from another city to come to him on Yantiv uh, by means of an Erev. So after the finishing of the meal, they should not take food to their homes because on Erev Yomtev, the, these portions that they're taking now belong to the Balabais. And they have acquired their Shivisa as the Raglov of the Balabais. And they're not allowed to take it out outside of his Tchum. Unless he gave them the monies, he gave them through being mezake through somebody else who made a Kenyan who uh, drew the uh, monies for them, so that they owned it already from before Yomtev. In that case, the Allah is of you can get for a person even without his consent. And since they were already the guests from before Yomtev, then these items, these monies, are theirs and they can go and take them with them. That's the mission of the Gemara. Itmar One who deposits fruit by his friend. And uh, Rav Omar, so Rav says that the fruit is keragale mishif kidu loy. That the fruits go by the legs, by the feet of the one who they have deposited by him. Because since the uh, guard, the one who keeps watches them, is obligated to watch them, and he's responsible. Shmuel Omar, and Shmuel says, Kiragalei Hamafkid, that you go by the feet of the one who gave the deposit, because they are his. And the Gemara explains, Shall we say that Rav Shmuel who disagreed with Allah, they go by their reasoning as they argued elsewhere. That none, we learned the Baba Kamimim Zayin, Amud Beis, <coughs> one who brings his objects into somebody else's yard. So it says over there, if he brought them in with permission, that the owner of the yard gave him permission, even though he hadn't told them that he's going to watch them for them, and then the objects gotten damaged, the owner of the chotzer is still responsible for the damages, because when he gave him permission to bring him in, uh, it, we assume that he intended that he's going to guard him for him, and as if he told him, bring him in and I'll watch him for you. Rabbi Oimer, Rabbi says, no, that he will never be in the damages until, unless the Balabais accepts explicitly to guard it. But in general, when he did not accept specifically to guard him, he just says to him, just bring it in. Um, it means to say, you go and watch your own stuff. That in general we say that the person accepts upon himself the responsibility of the guard. That in general we assume that he did not accept upon himself the guard. So now we can say that this machloikis that Rabbi Shmuel with regards to Tchumim is tied to the machloikis in this matter because Leim Rav holds that the fruit belong are like the ragle of the one who guards, like the shaymer is the Amar Kerabonon, because he says, Lach is like Kerabonon, that in general, the owner of the chotzer accepted the guard, and just like they have 
become his responsibility that he has to guard them, they've also become his shoes as far as Tchumen that should take like his feet, like the fur feet of the one that's guarding. Shmuel Omar, and Shmuel Omar, Kerebi, and Shmuel who holds that the fruits go by the feet of the Matkid and they do not go under the responsibility of the Shemer to be like his feet is because the Amr Kerebi because since Allah is like Kerebi that we or Bistam a person did not accept upon himself the Balachot to guard it so just like he is not obligated in guarding them so it's also not resting upon him the right of the Shemer with regards to Tchumit to be like his feet so the Gemara says no that the way they determine by Tchumen, by the uh, whose legs do we go by, isn't connected, does not hinge on the Machlokes in uh, whether you accepted guarding of the Nifkot. Because Omalach Rab, Rab will tell you, I know the Amri Afilu Lerebi. I'm going to say, as far as Tchumen goes, that the fruit will go by the legs of the Shemer, the Tchum of the Shemer, even according to Rabbi. Um, because that can't become Rebbe Hossam over there Rebbe doesn't say only in that case that the one who you put it in his chatzah will not be liable for watching the pekotten because just if it was stopped he didn't explicitly make up a deal that he's going to watch them he did not intend to accept the responsibility for guarding them but in our case when we're talking about the tchumen for the fruits we're talking about a case where he did accept upon himself to watch them. So in that case, Rabbi will agree that he becomes a shamer, and therefore, also according to Rabbi, the halacha of the fruit is kiragle hashamer. And the same thing the other way, Shmuel Omar Shmuel tell you the other way around, that the fact that I say that the fruit go by the feet of the mafkid, even according to the Rabbana who hold that ordinary without specifying the Balachotzer accepted upon himself to guard it, is at Kalakom Rabbonin Hosom. Over there, the Chachomim are only saying over there that he has responsibility uh, for the ox. The Balachotzer is responsible to watch the deposit, what he gave them. Elo, the Nikhalel, the Inish, the Nekom Tudim, the the Balachotzer. The person is comfortable that his. Shoir uh, should be in the domain of the Balachotze to watch him. The Imazik Lele Mechayiv, so he only wants it in such a way that if the ox uh, will do damage to him, Lele Mechayiv. So uh, the owner of the ox should not be uh, responsible. For the damages, but over here, does the person then want that his fruit should be in his father, in his friend's domain, to be like his tchum? That's going to prohibit him to take it where he wants to take it. So certainly, the rabban will also agree that the fruits do not get the law of the legs of the shemer. So therefore, it can go either way; it's not connected. If you have the fruit in another city, if the owners are the one that made an aid of to go to the other city, so the fruits are like him, he can bring them to him. 
from the other city. But if you're going to say that payers that are deposited there go it's like the one who they deposited by not like the Raglia Bailim, of whom I have. So what does it help me that he made an heir of the Bailim, but the fruit go by the Raglia Shoimer? He said in the base Medrash of Rav, the answer is that our mission is not talking about payers that were deposited in another Rishus, but that the owner, Shiyichad Lekeren Zavis, that the owner designated the corner in his house in which he gave the person the right to put his fruit there. So since the fruit are still in the domain of the owner, so even according to Rav, they're considered like the legs of the owners and therefore his aid of helps because it never really is in the house not, not in the shoes of the one who's watching it, but it's in the shoes of the owner because he owns that corner. So you want to touch about ask another question. The end of the mission says, one who invited guests by him from outside the room to come to him through an aid of the Yelicha beyond the money, they're not allowed to take back their portions to their homes. Unless he gave them their uh, portions through a kinya from Erev But the Amrit, if you're going to say that that's something which is deposited in another person's home, is gets the status of the one who it's deposited by Mahavi. So, what does it help me that he gave it to them? Through another, they own it. But even after they're owning it, their portions are still deposited in the home of the Balabais. So they're like his raglo. So how were they permitted to take the money to their homes? My answer is Hakanami also in the same way to explain. Since he gave them through another person, it's as if he designated for the guest a corner. And therefore, the uh, portions that he wanted them to take with them, it was there from Erevyantov. And that's why it's like their feet. The first thing more answers, Vibo Yisema. Another answer we can give you that our mission also, Rav will agree that the portions is like the feet of the Archim, even though they're the part of somebody else, because Zika Shine. In a case where the Fetish was Mazaket, that he gives them the Mondays uh, uh, so that they should be able to take it home, Yomtev, he definitely intended to take it out from his resting and to bring it to their resting and therefore even though that the monies are still deposited in his rishos we're still going to give them in this case we're going to give them like the raglar since there was a special zikui for them to be able to carry it was a guest in another city and he made an air so he can go in the home on yontav and yontav he hung a piece of meat that he received from the butchers of that city on the uh, on the, the um, lock of the door that's in his on his place where he was staying. So he came for Abuna to ask if that Arab permits him to take the meat to his home. If you yourself hung the meat, then you can go ahead and go. Be mean to tell the but if the butchers are the one that hung it for you, don't go to their house. says, And even if he did it himself in the home where he was being a guest, is he then allowed to take it to his home to the Arab? But Ravuna told me that Ravuna was a student of Rab. That you go by the one who you deposit by. So the same thing is this meat should be like the of the host, Ragle from the host, not because he is still in their home. 
Moses Shani Ivra de Dasha, that it's different that he hung it up by the Ivra de Dasha because the Kimishikh, the Kerans of his dummy, because since he himself hung it up there, he didn't give it over to his host so they should watch it for him. So we uh, treat it as if he designated a special place in which, in that case, that it will be like uh, the Ragli of the person of the Eurekh. And not like the uh, like the napkin. Frag the Gemara. The Gemara asks now: Omer le Rav, Ila le Ravashi, Rav Ilse Ravashi. The Inu Inu Tolul le Shakil. If they hung it for him, then it's not considered like his feet, and he would be prohibited to take it outside of the Tchum. Omer Shmuel, but Shmuel said Shoshel Patum, an ox that belongs to the Patum, who he would feed the stuff the animals to sell them to the people of the city. How do you correctly call them? He is like everyone's feet that anybody buys from him because he considers before Yontav he thinks to place it in the domain of the one who buys it. It should be like his feet. It could be like the Ragab. So if so, even the Tabachim that hung up the meat for Rabchanabach and Allah, their intention was that it should be kind of shvis and his shirt, so it should be like the Ragab. For the Gemara asks, Ravashi vi'i and if they took it, he wouldn't. Uh, he would not be allowed to take it and and carry it. who says earlier on that one who gives over an animal and yontif to a shepherd who's the only one doing it in this city. So the behemoth is like the feet of that shepherd because the intention of the owners of the behemoth is to give it to him for two. To feed, uh, so we see that one who has in the mind to place object in somebody else's uh, property, so it should become that helps that it should become like the other person. So, call, so of course, in our case of the, the butcher specifically placed the meat there from the daytime in his Rishus Mamash, and they intended that he should uh, be like his legs and should be able to go there. So, why does the say you're not allowed to take it to them? Further, the Gemara continues. And if they hung it for me, would not take what not. But we learned on Lamed Zayin Lamed Alf earlier. That the behem of the vessel like the buragle of the bolim, because every object the tchum goes after the owner. So in this case, since the butchers hung this for Abchana, so he became the owner on the meat. And it should be like his legs. So because of all these questions, the Gemara retracts from the simple understanding of the word of Huna and explains it differently. Rav Huna did not intend to prohibit it because of Yisuchum. Ella, but rather, he wanted to ask the, the meat because of the halacha of Rav, that cannot be eaten. That if you have meat that you haven't uh, been able to watch the whole time, you know, I eat it because we worried that maybe it was exchanged for non-kosher meat. So even though that for every uh, person um, that they hang for him, you shouldn't ask him because he doesn't take off his mind. But Shandir was different than all the people. He was a great man. He was occupied in his learning. And therefore he would sort of forget about all of his other matters. So Rabbi was worried that maybe Rabbi took his mind off of it. And it's also, And therefore the lay. So that's what Rabbi was saying to him. If you hung it up, the meat, so that you have a sign and and you would not also not remove your mind from it because 
you have done something uh, to it. So it's more likely that you actually paid attention to it. But therefore, zil shkoil, then go and eat it. But the inutali if they hungered for you, since you did not occupy yourself in it, maskas daitu. So you've given up your mind, and it's been this almam in ayin, and therefore, for the tishkoil, don't take it therefore. Next Mishnah, you don't give to drink or shecht animals that are in the forest and desert because you did not have in mind from the daytime. They're also because of Mukhtar. But you can give to drink and shecht the uh, animals, domestic animals. And the Mishnah explains, those are, these are the domestic animals that are permitted. Uh, that is called halonish beir. Those who s- come to sleep in the city and midbar is those which are called from the desert that are prohibited. Halonos ba'afar. They sleep in the afar. That's in the swamp outside of the city. That's the mission. On the mission, Why does he have to say both? What is he saying? That you can drink and shecht. Only the domesticated one, but drinking is permissible to give to drink, whether domesticated or from the desert. The Gemara says that really what the mission is coming to teach us is which behemoth is mutter and which is also. But the mission is also telling us milsa agavurcha komashmolon. He's teaching us something by the way, and good advice. The lashki inish bemtevod that a person should first give his animal to drink before shchita. So it should be easy to skin the animal to shechita, so we shouldn't stay stuck to the body. So I think Maritam and Abba Nuna Blaitz, Eilein Midbariyiz, the following are considered Midbariyiz that are also because of Muktzah Eilein Bayosis, but not Muktzah Midbariyiz are culture Yoytzis, but Pesach Vodoyiz Ba'afar, anyone that go out from the city of Pesach and they pasture in the swamp, that's the place where there is a feed out of the city of Inachnosis, but they go back to the city and the first Revia, that's in Marcheshvin, which is the first rain that comes then, and these are the ones that are called uh, domestic, they go during the daytime, they go outside of the boundary of the city, but they come back to sleep within the boundary of Rabbi Oimer. Elu ve'elu bayosis. That both of these are considered also domesticated home ones because they come back to the city. which are considered midbaris that are prohibited because of moktzah, because yates raised by efer, ba'afar. If they go out and they pasture in the swamp, and they don't enter into the settlement, not during the summer months and not during the winter months. Does the Rebbe then hold Mokta? Uh, that uh, why are the Midbaris also because it's Mokta? But we know that Rabbi Shimba Rebbe asked the question of Rebbe. Uh, he asked the question according to Rabbi Shimba, is there a Mokta? Even by the patzile tomorrow, these are tomorrow that have not fully ripened in the tree, they'll never come ripe. And what happens if he detached them? He put them into vessels that are made from the branches of the palm tree, so they should ripen over there. So just like his, according to his 
opinion that um, the dried figs and the raisins that you pray that you put are mukta. So what about these patzilei tomorrow? Amalei. So that we told me ain't mukta. But according to Rabbi Shimon, there is no mukta.